What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. things everyone wants more all we can do is wait for season four i thought in the meantime that it might be fun to read every comic and book in what I call the Stranger Danger Book Club. Ah, Stranger Danger Book Club. Ah, Book Club. Stranger Danger Book Club. Long she sees apart from me, possessed behind the eyes. Apart from the frightening, the moaning, the biting, seem to be the night sky. And I know what she thinks, and she looks at me, and she looks with such despair. But you're not the only one around here that needs a bit of fresh air. Cause I'm a sad, sad post team Caught up in the love machine No dream, concrete Walking like a zombie Like a zombie Hello my stranger friends and welcome back The book club is back in session uh, It's been a little while since I've talked books 
you've, I think it's been a month since you've heard from me at all, and I thought, you know what? I need to get back on the microphone. I need to get back and um, talk about Stranger Things. And today we are venturing back into the comic book world uh, as we read the graphic novel. It's not a series. It's not like four parts. This is one graphic novel, Stranger Things, Zombie Boys, uh, which was written by Greg Pak, Pack, something like that, and with art by Valeria Favocia. And then I think, I don't know exactly, I have all the credits listed on the website, but um, it all, on the cover it's also listing Dan, Dan Jackson, Nate Picos, and Ron Chan. And just to let you know, while I am covering this comic tonight, very soon there will be another entry in the uh, book club because I am in the middle of reading Rebel Robin right now, the new novel that just came out like at the beginning of the month. I've said this before. With novels, I'm a notorious, uh, notorious or notoriously, notoriously slow reader. So I, I, I think I put on the on Twitter last week that I was like 20% through it. I'm like 45% through now. And I'm like, wow, there's another whole half to that book. But I'm not going to talk about that tonight. Uh, but I will be talking about it soon, I promise. But tonight we're going to stick uh, strictly with Zombie Boys. And again, with the with novels, I kind of give, give my thoughts and su- surmise things as best I can. But with the comic books, what I like to do now what I did last time and what I'm going to do again is go through the entire comic with you. So if you haven't read this yet, it is, um, I'm going to spoil things that are in the story. There's nothing in it that's going to spoil like Stranger Things. There's nothing in it that like, oh no, I shouldn't know that or you're not learning anything new. It's just a little side adventure with our favorite Hawkins teens. So I'm going to go through, this is 73 pages and we're going through every single page. So I hope you're 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 in for um for a wild ride. It's going to be wild. But before we get there, I want to give a few shout-outs to some folks. Now, I don't think that I have um given a shout-out to this person. I thought it, it was like, wait, I, I mentioned this one before. But I don't know. This just came in the middle of June and it came after my last episode. So I don't think I've given Zod LW Man. I don't know if I definitely am not pronouncing that right. But um, Zod LW Man gave the podcast five stars and uh, said, keep up the good work. Best podcast ever. I agree with you. This um, <laughs> this is, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be modest. I agree with you. It, 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 I mean, how good is this? Huh? Come on. Um, and it's going to only get better once the show is back, once we have something to really, really talk about, sink our teeth into. I can't wait for season four. But um, thank you, Zod Man. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right, but you know who you are. Thank you very much. And also, on Twitter, I want to give a big shout-out to Diana. Hi, Diana. I know that Diana loves frogs. I know this because that's her Twitter handle. And um, she recently reached out and said, so exciting. Thank you so much for doing this. I listen to your podcast all the time and cannot get enough of it. Smiley face. Uh, Awesome. Thank you so much. And actually, right before I hit record, I tweeted out a little phone picture that said, uh, just said recording. 
And she wrote back, so excited. I'm excited too, Diana. I'm excited to talk about this and really get into it. But there's one more shout out that I want to mention. Did you know, folks, that you could send a voicemail to Stranger Danger? Now we don't have one of those old-fashioned, you know, numbers you could call in. You know, kids, a phone number is something you'd use back in the day to call to see if your friends wanted to come outside and uh, go fishing. I don't know. It's, it's something the kids used in Stranger Things. Now a phone is something that I use to listen to cool podcasts like, uh, like this one. But if you go to anchor.fm slash podcast, there's a little button there that says message. You click on that. And right on your phone, even though you're not calling, there I go, um, you can leave a voicemail. Uh, you can actually do it through the web page, too, if you just went uh, you know, on your computer and went to, again, anchor.fm slash podcast. You can leave a message, and you can be awesome like Layla. Hello, my name is Layla, and I've been a big fan of your podcast. Uh, for a long time uh, I was one of the first people to hear about you and I started sharing to my friends uh, and yeah so I've been telling my friends that about your podcast and they're starting to love it because some of them don't have Netflix to watch Stranger Things so I've been telling and spreading your uh, Stranger Danger podcast around the globe because I've been texting all of my friends to listen to your podcast. And I even started my own podcast because of you. You gave me the courage to start my own podcast. Thank you so much. There's so much I want to talk about with that. First of all, thank you for sharing the podcast with all your friends. Uh, awesome. And the fact that, are they listening to it? Uh, even though they can't get the show, I'm kind of giving them the episode audibly through the podcast. That is amazing. And um, lastly, you started your own podcast, which is just, uh, to use an 80s word, rad, which I've used as a child uh, for real. I, I would use that when I was a kid. Rad. That is so rad. Um, and uh, thank you so much for, for you know mentioning me. And the, and the fact that I've inspired you to do that is crazy. The fact that, you know, uh, that it's so bonkers to me that I'm talking right now and you're I'm assuming you're hearing this and and all these other people are hearing this and it is it it blows my mind I'm sitting here at my kitchen table talking into a microphone holding my tablet in my hand about to talk about a comic book and the fact that anybody hears it um is just it's so humbling so uh that was an awesome uh voicemail message thank you again Layla um awesome and again if you want to leave a message Go ahead, go to the go to the go to the website, or really on any. If you go to fansnotexperts.com and, and search out um, "Stranger Danger" there too, you will find um, a link on every post for how to leave a voicemail. But that's it. Just a few shout-outs that I wanted to um, to uh, mention. So why don't we get into this comic book? Okay, 
All right, before I actually get into the show, that's a pretty cool song, isn't it? I, I was going to go in doing Cranberry Zombies uh, because that was the one I knew. Then I went on YouTube and I was looking up other zombie songs, and I'd never heard of this this guy before, Jamie T. Uh, I believe he's in England, and I listened to the song, and it was like, it just caught my attention, and I really liked it. Uh, and the video is a lot of fun where they're like this little band in a pub. No one's paying attention. And like the whole band is kind of slowly deteriorating and turning into zombies. I'll post a link to it in the show notes. Uh, Jamie T, who is a musician that I'm not aware of. But um, if you know him, uh, then you must know how cool he is. And now I do too. Okay, now let's get into Zombie Boys. I'm going to start at the best place to start a comic, and that is right on the cover, um, which when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this must be like a what if, an Elseworlds type thing, uh, because, you know, our boys don't turn into zombies. There, there's no zombies uh, happening in Hawkins. Um, well, I, I say that, but then look at season three in the, um, the Mind Flayer. So, okay, there's no traditional quote-unquote you know, George Romero, Night of the Living Dead zombies. So I was, so I was wondering what this um, would be because it shows uh, three boys as a zombie in Lucas. We got Dustin, Will, and Mike all are zombies, and Lucas is trying to kind of fend them off with a baseball bat. And then as I re-examine the comic, and it's really not a re-examination because it's right there in the middle, there's another kid holding a video camera. And I'm like, oh... Of course, of course. So let's jump right into it. Um, what I like is the first page is like, you know, loose leaf paper. It makes me think of being in school. And um, I always had enough paper. I never had enough pens. Every year, every day, I feel like I'd have to bum a pen off a, off a friend. Hey, you got a pen? You got a pen? You got a pencil? And then I would hold on to that for dear life uh, for the day. And then I'd lose it again and have to start over. Um but yeah, it's like we get the we get kind of the credits of the story, all with loose leaf paper. There's a picture of our four friends and another kid that we've never seen before. As I said, script by Greg Pack. Okay, the arts by Valeria Vavocia. Favocia. Colors by Dan Jackson. Letterist by Nate Bikos of Blambot and the cover art by Ron Chan. Uh, so it's a different artist doing the cover than inside the book. Then we get lots of uh, Dark Horse Comics credits. I'm not going to read those all. That would that would take me long. You know, I am just reading stuff. Uh, so where are we here? We are in, um, looks like we're starting off in Will Byers' house. He's um, writing a letter or writing something. He says, hello, my name is Will Byers. I live in Hawkins, Indiana. I'm 12 years old. Okay, that tells us where this is. Uh, I like drawing in D&D and hanging out with my friends. But last year, last year, things got bad. Okay, so I'm not sure if he's writing this or he's just thinking this. But it shows Will either drawing or writing. I think he's drawing because on the next page we get a full splash of um, his drawing of him running away from the Demogorgon. And um, obviously, I mean, you think about the adventures that the, that the kids went on in the first season of Stranger Things. But then you think about Will and the, the just the horror that he went through. Like, 
you didn't see him a lot. You didn't know where he was. You were afraid of him. At one point, you thought he was dead. But the, the fact is, he was going through hell. And they showed these little drawings of kind of his way, it looks like, of coping with it. He's drawing the Demogorgon. Um, and then he's thinking. We get his thoughts. He says, I, was, I got abducted by a monster and pulled into a horrible alternate dimension called the Upside Down. But back at home, everyone just thought I was dead. And I nearly was. But then my mom and Chief Hopper saved me. And it shows, like, uh, him drawing. It's all drawn on, like, loose-leaf paper. It has him kind of, have you seen me? A little drawing of, like, you know, missing kid. Then it's a picture of him. I think, was he in the library or in the police station? I forget exactly where he was. Um, when he had the, like, the upside down, had the vine in his mouth. And then there's a drawing of Hopper and his mom kind of pulling him out of the Upside Down. And in the next panel it says, and my friends killed the Demogorgon with the help of some girl with telekinetic powers. So we see a drawing of, of um, Lucas, Mike, and, and Dustin, and Eleven. And this is all season one of Stranger Things, so we know this is, um, you know, they're, they're younger here. Uh, and it's kind of, um, it looks like they're in the school and she is facing down the Demogorgon. And he writes, pretty awesome, huh? Everything's great now. Well, when it, except when it isn't. So, again, he's not writing. He's thinking. i got to think of these things. Now we get to the, um, like the main art of the story. And it's really... Uh, I really enjoy the art of this. It's very... I don't know what to say. It's, it's digital looking, but maybe it's just because I'm looking at it on a, um, on a tablet. It's very cartoony, and I really dig it. Um, it shows some kind of walking out of school or away from school, and you got some real jerks there. Uh, they're like, watch out, it's the zombie boy, and the other kid's laughing. And you see one kid kind of looking at him uh, with a little concern, a little interest. Um, he's got black hair and red glasses and red jeans. I'm going to say jeans, could be red, just red pants. He says, and then we got Will. Will's still kind of, you know, talking as all this is happening. All these bullies are laughing at him. And he said, uh, I came back from the dead, and they think I'm a freak, a monster. And, uh, and what do you know? Maybe I am. And it shows the last panel of him drawing himself as a zombie with a, like, his rib cage showing. Uh, and there's, another, there's something dead behind him. But while he's running off, that kid with the backpack that was kind of paying attention to him picked up um, some things that were falling out of his... Um, backpack and he's like hey actually looks like he picked up the drawing of the zombie and he's looking at it um, then we jump back to the um, Wheeler house and we see Mike and he's kind of just chilling in the fort that they uh, had 11 in and he's on the walkie talkie this is very reminiscent of what we saw at the beginning of season 2 where he's just reaching out wondering if she's out there he's like L, this is Mike are you out there? And uh, then we see on the other end, it's Lucas. He's like, dude, come on, it's Lucas. We're going to be late. All right, all right. Uh, Lucas is out there on his walkie-talkie, outside on his bike, waiting for Mike to come out there. He's like, break a break a one nine. This here's the rubber duck. Mike's like, what does that even mean? I, I don't know. It sounds cool, right? And then we see, um, it looks like the same bullies go by Lucas and say, hey, it's time for the Midnight Freak Show. And I think... I'm pretty sure these kids are just being racist, calling him Midnight. Uh, 
which is just um, really pricky. And I'm sure these kids at the time in the 80s were like, they think they're being clever when really they're just being racist little pricks. Excuse my language, everybody. But they run off laughing, hee-hee-ha-ha, clapping hands on their bikes. And uh, Mike then comes out. They're like, hey, hey, what's up? He's like, oh, you know, same old crap. Mike's like, yeah, tell me about it. They get to school, and uh, we see Dustin, our friend Dustin, who's always there for comic relief. He's like, ah, this sucks. This is the AV Club, Mr. Clark, audio-visual. We should be doing cool stuff. And there's Mr. Clark. He's there uh, running the the um, AV club. And it looks like instead of cool stuff, they're doing a homework. And uh, Mr. Clark's like, well, according to the assistant principal's office, you boys all seem to have some catching up to do. I wonder why. And Mike's like, yeah, uh, you're the one who's failing English, Dustin. It's like, I'm not, I'm not failing. Then why'd your mom call my mom? Now she's all worried about me. And Dustin says, I'm borderline failing. There's a difference. Mrs. Grabowski says, I just have to do a little extra credit. And Luke and uh, Dust, Lucas has no time for this. He's like, then shut up and do it. He's like, you shut up and do it. I was until... And then they're just, they start arguing. And Mr. Clark says, hey, hey, come on. There's no need for that. You know, it's a little strange that my four best students all seem to be a little off these days. I know a lot happened last year and I don't want to push. But if there's anything you want to talk about, and they're like, um, nope. Dustin says, Lucas says, nope. Dustin says, nope. Mike says, nope. And Will says, yeah. Wait, Will says, yeah. Wait. And then he actually, Mr. Clark says, wait, Will, is that a yeah? Meaning you'd like to talk? And then he's like, no, 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 we're good. We're fine. Everything's great. Everything's great. Okay, but... Just want to let you know if there's anything there. So Mr. Clark's awesome, obviously. And it looked like Will is, I don't know if he's crying out for help, but you can tell. I mean, you have to realize the first time we saw them in in season two, they were hanging out at the arcade. But like they still had to deal with, you know, getting back to life. And Will, obviously trying to adjust, he's got to be freaked out of his mind. And he's got a lot on his plate. And a lot in his brain, and he's doing these drawings. And it looks like he wanted to talk, but once um, Mr. Clark called him on it, he's like, "No, no, 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 we're we're fine. Everything's fine." And the door opens, and we hear, "Hey, nerds, wait!" But it's not the bullies. It's that same kid we saw earlier in the day, um, the one that was trying to call after Will as he ran off, and he's holding a video camera. And he's wearing a shirt after my own heart, a shirt I own myself, a Jaws t-shirt. And he says, I heard you guys make movies. Now, there's another, is that the principal holding the door open, letting this kid into the AV club? And uh, he says, boys, this is Joey Kim. He just moved here from San Diego. He's very interested in film, so I figure he might fit in around here. And Mike's like, we've got a ham radio. And... Oh, Mike's, I'm sorry. They said he's interested in film. And Mike's like, yeah, we've got a ham radio. And Joey's like, what? But Mr. Clark's like, hey, Joey, I'm Mr. Clark, the science teacher. Can I ask you, is that the new Betamax? He says, damn straight. Darn straight, may I? Now, kids want to fill you in on what a Betamax is. 
Um, before the land of streaming, there was something called DVDs. Everyone knows what DVDs are, right? I mean, they're still making them. They're still selling them. They're still, you know, I guess they call them Blu-ray disc now. But they're, you know, they're, they're still DVDs. Now, before DVDs, come on. I'm not the only one who had VHS, VHS tapes, right? You rented VHS tapes. You would buy, um, you know, you'd buy them after a while. I want to tell you something. I used to work at a video store when I was in high school. Um, and by then, VHS tapes were, you know, they were kind of in the mass market world. Like there were, there were stores in the mall where you'd go um, and you could buy movies on VHS cassette tape, you know, tapes. Um, but when I first started renting movies, and this is around the time of Stranger Things, um, they actually, I'd rent the movie and they'd show how much they paid for the movie on the box. Like you get this plastic case and it said like, Gremlins. $99.95. So the, if you didn't return it, you were going to get charged that much. That's how much those tapes cost then. By the end of VHS tapes, you were buying them for five, ten bucks. Um, like, I guess the tapes were expensive. The idea that you had a movie on them was like something unheard of at the time, home movies. But VHS uh, is, if, if you're, are you familiar with HD DVD? Nobody is because Blu-ray won the format war. Are you, but in the early 80s, there were two like personal cassette tapes. There was VHS and there was Betamax. I knew one person that had a Betamax and the tapes were beta. And they always said Betamax was better quality. Everything looked nicer. But I think it was either more, maybe it was just more expensive or harder to get. But VCRs and VHS won the day and Betamax went to the, to the land of the dinosaur. So that's your history. Uh, that's and that's the the camera that Joey had here was a Betamax. Me, I had a VHS camera. It held it held a full VHS tape. I carried that around with me everywhere I went, making movies when I was in uh, you know eighth grade through high school. Um, so I I understand what this this Joey Kim is like. I understand. I, I basically was him, uh, except I was never in an AV club. I was making my movies at home. Uh, but Mr. Clark very nerdy and into this stuff is really excited to see this uh this Betamax. And um Joey's like, "Yeah, okay, you can look at it. Um but be careful." He's like, "My mom works for Sony, so I got it direct from Japan." And Mr. Clark's like, "Oh, you must be quite the film fan." And Joey's like, "No. I like movies." And I love that because he's a young kid who's thinking films are these Fancy, dramatic thing that my parents like to watch. But movies, oh, actually, I think um, he actually talks about it because Mr. Clark says, interesting distinction, care to elaborate? He said, movies, move. That's what I'm all about. None of this sitting around and talking. I think if you want to change how people think and feel, you got to put them in with the action. So he looks at all the boys and said, so who's in? And Mike's like, What? Mr. Clark says, well, the other members of the club are currently catching up on some academic work. And he looks over at the principal and says, but with a little help, I wonder if I might be able to convince Mrs. Grabowski to accept a student movie as extra credit. And the principal's like, hmm. But Dustin's like, oh, yes, yes, please. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, or he says, now we're talking. That's how we... You didn't say that's what I'm talking about back then. He's like, let's do this. And um, Will's like, well, what kind of movie would we make anyway? 
And Joey says, well, if you've got the guts, we're going to make a zombie boy movie. And he slams down the drawing of Will that he made of himself as a zombie, uh, as the zombie boy. Because remember, that's what they called Will when he came back. Um, He threw down that drawing right in front of them, right in front of all the kids and said, we're going to make a zombie boy movie starring you. Uh, this Joey kid is is very uh, forward. He's like he's he doesn't he's not like shy around these kids at all. And Will's got this look of like, oh no, like uh oh, where did you find that in his face? Like what? And uh, Dustin's like, what is this? And you can see Will is just embarrassed. He's like, give me that, give me that. And all the other kids are like, you you drew this? And so he like eats these people. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, check it out. And Will's like, yeah. And then Dustin said, this is awesome. And you could see Will was nervous about what, what he was going to, like, what the reaction was. He probably thought, you know, they, they're going to think he's weird or something. But they loved it. And Will's like, huh, huh. See, the principal was like, I don't know if I like this. We jump over back to the buyer's house. We haven't seen them in a while. Hey, there's Joyce. She's on the phone. Uh, Will's like, hey, Mom. And Joyce says, hey, honey, how was school? He's like, fine. Great, great. So uh, the principal just called. Did you draw something weird? So the principal saw the drawing. Even though the kids accepted it, the principal was like, uh, he, didn't, he, he thought enough of it to call Joyce. So the next page, the next panel, what do we see? Gross. The Hawkins National Laboratory. Nobody wants to see that. Restricted area. We see the lab, and uh, we see Will. Just as this, we saw this in season two. No shirt on, sitting in a in an exam chair with all those little diodes or whatever they are stuck to him. And we see our friend, Doctor Sam Owens, played by Paul Reiser in the film. Sam Owens is the doctor where. We thought he was going to be um, evil. You know, we thought we were going to get another Dr. Brenner on our hands. Uh, But it turned out that uh, Dr. Owens was actually um, a good guy, you know, working for not a good place. But he was one of the good guys. And he seems to be studying some sort of tests uh, that are that they're running on on poor Will. After the test, he pops into, uh, I'm going to guess, his office. They're sitting there waiting for him. Will's, you know, dressed up again. And Joyce is like, Dr. Owens. And he says, I'll cut right to the chase. All the readings are normal. She says, okay, good. But what about, um..." so she hands him all the drawings. Looks like he looks at them all and says, "Uh, so then he eats this guy? And Will says, yeah, his Brains are just, well, you know, just like his flesh. Hmm. Uh, he was hungry, and Joyce is like, Dr. Owens. Joyce is, Dr. Owens says, listen, have you seen Night of the Living Dead? She's like, yes, as an adult. Okay, then you get it. This is a genre. I mean, it's a thing. Life is confusing and weird, even without everything you've gone through. So people come up with extreme ways to comment on it. Does drawing zombies mean Will is going to eat somebody? No. I mean, you don't hunger for human flesh, do you, Will? And Will's like, no, no, I don't. 
It's like, yeah, just, just like I like Superman, but I'm not going to jump off a building or something. And Joyce says, yeah, but some kids did. I read about it. And Will, Dr. Owens just looks at her and says, but Will's not some kid, is he? He's fine. I mean, call me if you see anything. She says, weird? Yeah, weird, yeah, weird, sure, yeah, but, but he's fine. And Dr. Owens watches them uh, walk off, leave as they're heading back to their car, and we see him kind of slowly going through the halls of the laboratory, and then he heads into this room with all this these red lights. Um, with It looks like someone's waiting for him, maybe. There's a bunch of different scientists. I don't know what else to call them in there. And uh, I don't know what he's doing, but he's heading into something. He's probably dealing with the Season 2 stuff, right? He's got to go in and see that gate that's been ripped open. That's that's probably what it is. We're just kind of seeing um, another angle of a story we already know. Because I have to be honest, I read this, but I don't remember if we go back to Dr. Owens at all. I don't think we do. I think kind of the rest of this is... Uh, Pretty fun and lighthearted. Not perfect, but pretty fun. So on the next... Sorry, I just laughed. The next page, um, we see... I think this is in the buyer's house. We hear blood screaming and... Ah, and we see uh, Dustin. Uh, he's He's got blood all over his hands and he's like... Ah, like he's screaming. And... Um, oh, this is in Dustin's home. Because then we see his mom... And she's like, that looks pretty good. What do you think, Mike? Mike's like, yeah, uh, but do you think it's too red? And she says, well, we could add some more chocolate syrup. He's like, Mom, no, there's no such thing as too red. So he's making fake blood. And like she, um, Dustin's mom is just like all over him, like loves him. She's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Dustin's hugging him. She says, taking the initiative, going after extra credit like this, isn't he wonderful, Mike? And Mike's just like, I, I guess. She's like, oh, Mom. And you see Dustin's embarrassed. She says, okay, I'll leave you to it, my little muppy monkey. No sacrifices before midnight. You know, she's completely cool with the fact that they're making a crazy zombie movie. Um, and Mike's like, muppy monkey? And Dustin's like, sorry, she's kind of, I don't know. She actually got really freaked out when she found out I was failing English. She's just relieved, I think. Weird. And Mike's like, nah, she's cool. Dustin's like, yeah, yeah, she kind of is, isn't she, I guess. And I think he was a little, like, embarrassed by her. But Mike's like, nah, she's, she's, she's a cool lady. And then... um Oh, Dustin says, oh, crap. And is he bleeding for real? Oh, he's got a blood nose. And Mike went, oh. And Dustin says, what's the matter? Oh, nothing. It's just, I was thinking of L. Oh, the bloody nose. Okay. Did he get, oh, he got blood on his face. That's what happened. He wiped his face with the fake blood. It got blood all over his face. I was like, wait, he got a blood nose out of nowhere? But no, he got the blood on his face, the blood nose, and it just kind of brought Mike back to the last time seeing Eleven. And, you know, whenever she uses her power, she gets that little bloody nose. And Dustin's like, Elle was pretty cool. Mike's like, yeah, she was, wasn't she? Um, I don't think we see Elle at all in this book, which sucks. Sorry, again, for my language. But, um, you know, 
we're again we're at the between season one and season two. They might be thinking that this you know magical super powered girl saved them from the demogorgon and they're never going to see her again. You know, Mike's hoping he's holding out hope, but the way they're saying it, like yeah, she was pretty cool. I was like yeah, you know, but that part of our life is over. Oh, how wrong they were. So we cut over and there's Joey and uh, Lucas. They're out in the woods at night in in Hawkins. No, thank you. And Joey's like, this is so great. Look how creepy that tree is. And Lucas is like, yeah, great. He says, what's up? Nothing. He's like, come on, Lucas. And Lucas says, I don't know. It's just some weird stuff happened here in these woods. And um, Joey's like, really? Like what? It's like, I don't know. He says, come on. And then all of a sudden you hear, happening in the distance and they both scream and turn oh it's those jerk bullies again and they're laughing and be like ha ha did you see them jump what are you doing out here midnight oh that's the nickname they're actually calling him those racist little jerks and Lucas says don't call me that he said don't call you what midnight and Joey's got his back he said don't call him that and he's like, what are you going to do about it, Bruce? Karate chop us? Ah, woo. So they're being racist to, to, to Joey as well. And he says, that's a great idea. I trained in Bruce Lee's dojo in San Francisco. Let's do this. And the bully's like, what's a dojo? It's where I learned karate, dummy. And Lucas is like, um, Bruce Lee did kung fu. And Joey's like, he did it all, okay? Then he says to the bullies, did you know he could punch through your chest, rip out your heart, and show it to you before you died? And those bullies just took off and said, whatever, losers. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. And they run off because they're cowards. So we cut back over now to back to the buyer's house. And um, looks like Will is just deep in drawing. He's on his bed. He's got pages all over the place, some of them ripped out, some of them crumpled up. He's going through um, all kinds of drawings. And Mom comes in and says, how's it going? It's like, it's just fine, it's fine. She's drawing all kinds of weird, scary stuff. And he says, well, kind of. And then she ha- he hands uh, the notepad to her, and it shows two zombies. She says, what does a zombie say when you meet him for the first time? It's a pleasure to eat you and she's like ha 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 that's it's zombie jokes she says oh i love it this is adorable it's gross but adorable and will's laughing and having a good time she's like dinner in half an hour she and then will says oh i'm sorry joyce says it'll be a pleasure to eat you <laughs> and then he uh she leaves the room he looks at the notepad and just this look of sadness comes over his face and he realizes that um you know he he's kind of compensating and it still freaks him out it still scares him and then the last picture of this page is really sad it's him just kind of burying his head in his bed and he's just lying there um you feel really bad for him i mean god he's gone through so much so the next morning uh the boys are all back at school and i don't know if they're in the av club i think they are and <laughs> It's funny, uh, Lucas and Mike, not Lucas, Dustin and Mike 
walk in and they're like, okay, don't tell anyone, but we robbed the blood bank. And they're showing all the bags of fake blood they make. And Lucas is like, awesome. And Joey's like, that's a little too red though. And Dustin once again says, Joey, come on, no such thing. And he says, okay, we'll do a camera test. I should have the firecrackers by tomorrow. And Dustin's like, firecrackers? Now, the other day, Joey was wearing a Jaws t-shirt. Today, he's wearing an E.T. t-shirt. So these are all little, I don't know if they're little love letters to Steven Spielberg or just the movies that shaped these kids' lives or Joey's life as a kid. Mine too, by the way. Uh, And he says, Will, what you got? We see Will coming in with a notepad. And um, he says, what what is this? What is this, man? He gives Joey the notepad and looks at it. You know, I think the fact that I'm the way I'm looking at Joey right now with the glasses and the hat, I wonder if he's trying to look like a young Spielberg. Um, I wonder if that was the, the vision they had. But he looks at the notepad that Will gave him for the, the, the story ideas. And he seems, I guess, a little confused. He's like, what is this, man? You, you got puns in here. And Will's like, yeah, it's funny, right? And Joey's reading them. He's like, what's your favorite zombie holiday? And Will says, April Ghouls. And we see a panel of Lucas, Dustin, and Mike just looking at Will like, um, what? And we see Lucas and Mike riding their bike later. And they're like, that was weird. Mike saying this. He's like, Joey will figure it out, but I don't know. And oh, I'm sorry, that was Lucas saying this. And Mike says, seriously, we're not, we're not going to shoot a comedy, are we? Lucas is like, maybe one of us should talk to him? One of us? Okay, you. And Mike's like, why me? He's like, I don't know. You've known him the longest, right? Mike's like, I guess. Oh, it's the bullies again. They're riding their bikes, you know, and every time you ride the bike, these, these jerks show up. And they have something mean to say again. Now they're they calling Mike Frogface. Like, Frogface. And uh, Lucas is like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And finally, he jumps off his bike and goes, hi-ya. Better watch it, Troy. Joey taught me some moves. Oh, how romantic for you two. He's like, shut up. I just heard about your little project. And I was wondering if they knew that the black guy always gets killed first in horror movies. What? A prick. Have I said he's a prick enough? And Lucas says, you don't even know what you're talking about. Night of the Living Dead, the black guy dies last. And they said, but he dies. Hope you're ready for that. Ha, ha, ha. And they ride off. These bullies are losers. I hate them. But I notice one of the names is Troy. So these are the same bullies from, uh, again, season one, season two. Troy's the pee boy, right? He's the one that peed. Ha, ha, ha. Good. He guess what's coming to him. Oh, I hate them so much. And Lucas, you can see, he's just, he's bothered by the whole thing because they're, you know, they make him think, you know, the whole thing about, oh, the black guy always dies in the horror movies. And um, you can see what's going to come up soon is this seems to bother Lucas a little bit. So we're watching now, we jump over to Joey Kim and he is, um, I guess he's testing firecrackers and fake blood and trying to make explosions and um he's loving it and you see pretty cool and lucas that's lucas popping up and 
He's like, hey, hey, what's up? Lucas says, listen, we got to talk. He gets right up in uh, Joey's face and like points a finger at him and says, I'm not dying in this movie. And Joey's like, what? It, what? It's, a, it's a zombie movie. People got to die. But Lucas says, but not me. It's like, what? what's the big deal? I'm dying. He goes, damnation alley, planet of the apes, enter the dragon. Joey says, what? What happens to the black guy? Ah, not the living dead. The black guy's the hero. The last guy to get. But he still dies. Joey's like, everybody dies. But you're not dying in this movie, Lucas. Because you're not feeding that cliche. So Joey's like, you know what? We're not doing that. Oh, he says, we're not feeding that cliche. So Joey has plans for Lucas. He puts his hand on his shoulder, but he's got fake blood all over it. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. You can see Lucas was actually pretty happy with that, hearing that. So he's like, no problem. So now we're uh, back at school. It must be the next day. And they're in the gymnasium. And there's some kids in the back in the background playing basketball. But um, our four friends and Joey are sitting there um, just kind of talking to each other. And Joey, it's almost like a production meeting for a movie. Joey's like, okay, none of you are actors, but that's all right. All you got to do is dig deep. I want each of you to close your eyes and think about your deepest darkest hidden wounds so it's like a real director trying to get a performance out of people dustin's like uh what he says go on close your eyes think about that pain wallow in it and then channel it into a furious murderous anger of your zombie forms and looks like i'm not a zombie though it's like right you're hunted by zombies you got to tap into that anger to survive. And then Lucas is thinking about Troy and those bullies calling him midnight. And he's like, Ugh. and Joey's like, that's it. Don't hold back. And Lucas just goes, and just screams. And the other kids are loving it. Like Dustin's, yeah. Mike looks like in awe. Will does look a little tepid. And Joey's just like, yes, yes. Okay, Mike, you're up. And of course, these kids all have something really, really rough in their history to think about. Mike's like, okay, okay. And we see him thinking about 11, you know, at their house. And then we see him thinking about 11 disintegrating before their eyes with the Demogorgon at the school. And he lets out this primal scream. He's like, he screams out. And Joey is like, yes. Yes, and by this point, there's girls playing basketball. They're kind of all looking over and watching them. And uh, Joey's like, Dustin? Dustin says, yeah, okay, okay. And then we see, this is actually heartbreaking. We see Dustin in his house with his mom. And uh, he's like, I'm sorry, Mom. I just, I just forgot that it was due. And she says, I'm so, uh, it's not your fault, Dustin. I, I've been a mess. It's just the two of us, and that's not fair to you. I, I should have it more together. I'm, I'm sorry. So there was some sort of bill that didn't get paid, and apparently Dustin, as, as a kid, was in charge of this bill, and, and you know it's just been really rough for his mom. And um, we see Dustin just kind of start sobbing. 
he's crying and he's like, oh, he's trying to cover up. He's like, oh, that's weird. I'm sorry. My my eyes are leaking. <laughs> oh, boy. And Mike's like, it's, it's OK, man. It's all right. And Joey says, it's not all right. It's great. Use it. OK, Will, you're up. And Will says, uh, I don't know. I'm telling you, the story's really more of a comedy. He says, no, Will. This is horror. Real horror. We're going to stay true to your original vision. He says, okay, uh, give me a minute. And then he just starts going, grrr, ah, ooh, look how scary I am. Like he's, he's still playing light of it. And the girls just kind of giggle and walk off. But he's not... He's not really tapping into anything. I think he's afraid to tap into anything. And, I mean, I don't blame him. They're like, come on, man. Lucas, Dustin, and Mike are like, come on. And he's like, what? Dustin says, what do you mean, what? All of us just bared our souls here, and you're treating like it's a joke. Joey gets in between between them. He's like, it's okay. It's all right. We're cool here. Don't worry about it. He goes, we'll find it on set. And they all head out. You see, they're all annoyed that Will didn't participate. The three of them are walking out. Joey's walking out behind him. And Will is just kind of still sitting in the gym, you know, kind of like, hmm, not, like, happy. He looks a little skittish. So later that night, as things start to get dark, we see um, everyone leaving for uh, the big movie shoot. Dustin's trying to leave, and his mother's just like, I'm proud, 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 proud. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Will is heading off, and Joyce is like, have fun. Be careful, but have fun. And we could, Will's just not into it. He's like, yeah. And then we see Mike and Lucas leaving Lucas's house, and we see Erica <laughs> yelling, don't die. He just says, shut up. Is, is that everything? They have bags of stuff. I don't even know. It looks like there's a, a melon I don't know what else they have. And uh, Lucas is like, it better be. Then we cut to all of the kids in the woods. A close-up of Joey says, all right, let's make some magic. And he's walking. It's almost like he's strutting along. And all four kids behind him on their bikes, all looking determined. Except Will. Still got that look on his face like he is not looking forward to this. So Joey, being the director, he gets right down to business. He says, look, we got to move fast and clean because we're shooting in sequence. And Mike's like, what does that mean? And I know exactly what it means because that's how I shot my movies as a kid. He says, that means we shoot everything scene by scene, shot by shot in the exact order. Lucas says, wait a minute. Don't they shoot like one side of a take and then turn the camera around, get the other side of a, sh- of a scene, and then they edit it all together. Joey's like, yeah, they do that because they have money. We've got one camera, no editing machine. We're going We're going to do this down and dirty. So basically, I would shoot these movies as a kid. I'd hit record, do, 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 shoot a scene, hit stop, on to the next thing. There was no, like, if you screwed up, it didn't care because there was no editing. Like, we made this vampire movie, shot all these things together, no editing. But later on, I'd get a little more tricky where I'd have two VCRs. I'd play one, record another. And I'd have my boombox plugged in. I'd add music to things. I wish I could find those tapes. I have a bunch of tapes I have, I need to go through. 
be awesome if I could get those up on YouTube someday. Um, not that they're great movies, but they're great memories. Uh, so Will's like, I thought we were doing this fast and clean because <laughs> he just says, you know, we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna do this down and dirty. Um, and now he says, like, I thought we were doing this fast and clean. And Joey says, Look, this is gonna be awesome, but we all need to be on the same page. It's time to put aside all our fears and make the real horror movie we all want to make. Are you ready for that? And Will says, <laughs> you tell me. Then he hands over new pages. And Joey looks at it. He's like, huh. All right. All right. All right. This is it. And he's holding it up. And like, what, what is it? What is it? The kids are like, come on, show us. And they start looking at it. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill, who the hell's Bill? Uh, Lucas, Dustin, and Mike. They're like, holy crap. And Joey's like, this is what I'm talking about. Let's do this. And Will, kind of an ominous looking drawing. He's like, it was all red behind him. He's got these, his brow is like, his eyebrows are pointed down. He says, yeah, let's do this. So they start making their movie. Joey yells, and action. And now we see Will going up to a grave that uh, looks like it's just a bunch of leaves, a pile of leaves with a with a cross made out of sticks. And Will, in character now, is like, Grandpa, I'm sorry I haven't visited you in a while. Here, I got these for you. And he puts down some flowers, and then a hand shoots out of the grave, the, the leaves. And he's like, ah, he screams. And it's Mike, all zombied up. He's got rips in his shirt. His skin is all green. And he's like, ah, cut. And Will's like, that was actually a little scary. Huh. Um, Mike is laughing. And um, I guess Dustin's in charge of blood. He yells, uh, Dustin, blood. And Dustin's like, got it. He runs over. And they go, and action. And now Will's like, no, Grandpa. I mean, Mike's the same age as him. He's like, no, no, Grandpa. And he goes and takes a big bite into his arm, rips it off. The fake blood goes everywhere. Like, Mike starts laughing. I'm, I'm sorry, Mike starts, like, choking. Will starts laughing. Everyone loves it. The shot comes out great. Cut. Fantastic. Lucas, get the kielbasa. And I guess he's cutting the kielbasa into, uh, which, for some reason, my family used to say kielbasi growing up, which is wrong. Um, but I guess he's cutting it into lengths, into sausages, and he's like, is that big enough? And he's like, yeah, 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 just uh, make the edges jagged like Teeth did it. <laughs> and uh, Mike's like, is this safe? I mean, shouldn't this be cooked? Eh, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. We'll raise your arm a little more. He's getting a real close-up of um, the stuffed kielbasa, which is sausage, into um, Will's coat with the fake blood. They get in close and... Perfect, and action. Mike goes in there, rips some kielbasa out, spits it out, and uh, Will's like, Grandpa, my arm. Joey's loving this. It's incredible. Cut. And um, then we see another shot of them where now Will and Mike are both vampires. And uh, he's like, Will, Mike, no. Now Dustin's running. And Joey's like, no, no, no. Call him Grandpa. Oh, crap. I forgot. Wait a minute. He's my grandpa. Is Dustin my brother? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you know what? Okay, yeah, he's your brother. So they're, they're, they're realizing they didn't plan this out 
perfectly. But now they're both they're both chasing Dustin, zombies, and he's like, "No, Grandpa, no!" But they catch him, and um, they start eating him. We're kind of in the movie now, and we see in the background a foot, and he says, "Oh my God, Will, what what are you doing?" He and it's Lucas, and he's got a flashlight, and Will turns and goes, because he's the zombie now. And um, he goes, ah, ah, he starts screaming, and Will goes, he, Will goes right up to Lucas, and Lucas freaks out. He's like, ah. And Lucas says, oh, oh, oh my God, what, what? And the next panel is freaky as hell, folks, because the next panel we see, our friend Will is in the Upside Down. He's alone. Everything's like a, a shade of red. We see all that webbing everywhere. And he just lets out this incredible scream. He's all alone again. And meanwhile, we're here. You know, in the regular world, Joey's like, yes, that's what we came for. The zombie's terror of himself. He's like, you got to hang on to that moment, Will. I'm just going to set up for a close-up. And Will is like, you know, on his knees, going with his hand in his, you know, his head in his hands going, uh, 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 and, and he's not stopping. And Mike realizes it. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's not acting. And they get up close to him. They all, all his friends surround him. They're like, Will, it's all right. We're all here, man. We're right here. He's like, can you hear us? And um, that seemed to snap Will out of it. Now remember, at the beginning of season two, we saw these things where he would have these moments where he was in a trance, but his consciousness was in the upside down. And he's like, but he's out of it now. He's like, oh, man. And Lucas is like, uh, I'm Dustin, I'm sorry. He says, geez, scared the crap out of us. And Mike says, are you okay? Will's honest. He said, no. All year I've been, I've been scared and angry. And I don't even know what else. Now, all these kids know what's going on, but Joey's like in the dark. But then they all kind of admit to each other, you know, how they feel. Mike's like, yeah, same here. Lucas says, yeah, I'm more angry than scared, but yeah. And Dustin says, weird, I'm totally never scared or angry or anything. (laughs) You're trying to be like, you know, Mr. Confident, and Lucas just elbows him. He's like, come on. He's like, yeah, the same. And Joey's like, I I still don't know what you guys went through last year, but everyone's scared, even grown-ups. No one has it together. Will's like, not even you, Joey? Oh, no, no, I'm doing awesome because I'm making a horror movie because horror movies tell me it's okay to be scared. And as he said that, all the kids kind of smile. And they're like, yeah, it is okay to be scared. And then the next shot we see, like, it looks like almost like a TV screen. So I feel like someone's watching this. And we see all three zombies now. Um, Grandpa, Will, and, and Dustin, Grandpa Mike. They're all chasing Lucas with a baseball bat. Will Lucas has a baseball bat. He's running. And now we get kind of the, the voiceover, as you, if you will, the thoughts again of Will. 
He says, my name is Will Byers. I live in Hawkins, Indiana. I'm 12 years old. I like drawing and D&D and hanging out with my friends. Last year, things got bad. Now, on this page, we're actually seeing Dust uh, Lucas destroy all the zombies, but it's it's melons. They, they propped up melons on their heads. You smash one, and you see Dustin's hat flying. You smash another that belongs to, uh, to Mike. And then they smash Lucas. Uh, uh, they smash Will, I'm sorry. Um, but while that's going on, we're listening to, to Will saying, you know, last year things got bad. And then um, he says, but this year? This year? And while he's saying this, we're showing the, the, the end of the movie. Lucas is, he's got his hands raised, his fist raised in the movie and in the classroom. And all the kids are cheering because Lucas saved the day. Everyone's high-fiving. People are congratulating Joey. They're congratulating Lucas. Mike and Dustin are, have their arm around Will. And um, all the teachers, or some of the teachers love it. Uh, Mr. Clark's like, isn't this wonderful? And the principal's like, hmm. But another teacher seems to love it. And as this happens, uh, Will says, this year, this year, things are going to be better. And it shows them just kind of chilling in the AV room. Will, Mike, Dustin, Lucas, and Joey. The end. Then we go to a final page, and it just says, there's a little summation. Stranger Things. Zombie boys never say die. Come on. That's a Goonies reference. If you don't know, my friends, Goonies never say die. Rest in peace, Richard Donner, director of Goonies. Just recently passed away. And then it just gives a little summary. After, con- after confronting the Demogorgon and saving Will from the Upside Down, Mike... Lucas, Dustin, and Will struggle to, ad- struggle to adjust back to normal life. Tensions rise, and the party's friendship be- begins to crack until a new friend shows up in the AV club with a Betamax camcorder. The aspiring Spielberg wannabe Joey Kim helps the party come together with the supernatural horror they've endured by making a zombie horror movie. Written by best-selling author Greg Pak, who wrote Mech Cadet You has written for The Incredible Hulk and Star Wars Age of the Rebellion and drawn again by Valeria Favocia, who has drawn for Assassin's Creed Reflections and Doctor Who the Tenth Doctor from Dark Horse Comics, Stranger Things, Zombie Boys. You know, whatever happened to Joey? Did he move again? We, we never see the character uh, of Joey Kim again, and he seems to be a, a wonderful addition to the boys um, with all the same interests and, and at least someone who um, creatively wants to work on the same kind of stuff as them. I could see him, you know, joining the campaign of Dungeons & Dragons. Maybe, maybe, because their campaign's a pretty big deal. Uh, and to add someone new, is, it would be a major, a major moment. So I'm just going to chalk it up as... Joey Kim moved to town, and then he moved out of town. Maybe a couple months later, uh, which is too bad. That's just that's just what I'm going to say. Or the kids, um, he did something so terrible, the, all the kids turned their back on him and never spoke to him again. Or he was just someone in their class. I, you know, I, I, I just wish 
there was a little more of a connection or an answer to uh, Joey Kim. Like, I got to move. Maybe there's a sequel. I don't know. Um, but fun, fun read. It really doesn't give us anything like um, where you're like, whoa, that is a that is kind of like um, a major revelation. But what it does is it, it fills in some gaps and it gives um, the kids something to do. It also it kind of helps. It seems like it touches on the fact that these kids went through some major crap and this is kind of their little way of dealing with it. We see them dealing with it. We see Will still having issues. We see him having a, a kind of a, a, not a flashback, but like an episode where he's, his consciousness goes to the upside down, which we do see later on um, in the uh, in the season season two now I wonder it, it seems like you know they don't say what's going on or, or you know what um like they don't um he doesn't explain to them what it, where he was so I don't think the kids know right because they didn't know right away in season two it took him a little while Will was keeping it to himself um so you could see this might have been the first time it happened maybe Kind of cool. Uh, and then also just kind of seeing him go to the laboratory again, seeing um, Dustin with his mom. There were some happy moments. There were some sad moments. Uh, and just seeing Lucas having to deal with those um, racist pricks. And prick, I guess, is the, uh, is the uh, secret word of today. Because apparently I've used that more than, almost more than any other, any other word. Uh, this came out at the beginning of 2020. So I've been holding off on it for a while, but I'm not done with uh, I'm not done with Stranger Danger Book Club, obviously, because you're going to hear from me pretty soon with a new novel uh, discussion. It's a real novel idea, ha ha ha. But I know there's another uh, comic out there. There's a um, Stranger Things, isn't there? Like a Dungeons and Dragons comic. I'm not sure if it is um, out yet. But I'm looking forward to reading that someday, too. And again, if we get any other... Um, oh, then the Stranger Things, The Bully. I haven't read that yet. So we have yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. We have The Bully. There are other things we are going to be touching on. I wonder if The Bully... Okay, I wonder if The Bully talks about Troy more. Um, we'll see. So Stranger Things, Dungeons and Dragons came out... Oh, last November. So it is not that old... And um, oh, it's a four-issue. It's a four-issue series. So I'm either buying the four issues, or buying the uh, the um, collection. But I'll be doing that through Comicsology. And and wait, wait, wait. Stranger Things: The Bully, which is another. Um, this one looks like it's a graphic novel. And again, ooh, my good. It brings back Greg Park and Valeria Favocha. And that came out last September. So. I actually read it in order. So it looks like the next comic I'm going to be reading is The Bully. But before I get there, I still have a book that I need to talk about. A book that's brand new that I'm excited. Um, and I've mentioned it. It's Rebel Robin. It's all about Robin. And um, 
I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to finish it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's it's very well written. Uh, it's another like f- um, first person, I this, I that, me doing this. And um, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I want to give you time to read it if you want to before we meet again, my friends, and we will meet again. Um, still no word on season four, but we know it's coming. We can. Im- I'm going to guess, unless they, you know do something crazy where they drop it on Christmas Day. I'm going to guess it might be 2022, which isn't great. I'm going to tell you it's not great. But you never know. With these teases that they gave us a couple months ago and the characters and the actors, maybe, maybe they'll um, they'll get something to us early. Like I feel like something big needs to happen for the trailer. Remember the trailer for season two was like on Super Bowl Sunday. I feel like either we're going to get it and then was it was it around the 4th of July that season three came out, I think. I know it was the summertime. So I feel like maybe a Thanksgiving. That would be a nice time. Thanksgiving. I'm just going to guess. It'd be great if we see something Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. I know you can't wait either. But in the meantime, we still have these fun little side adventures that we can go on in The Stranger Danger Book Club. So, my friends, that's it. I'm closing up shop today. The book club uh, meeting has adjourned. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing. Thanks for the tweets, for the voicemails, for the uh, iTunes uh, reviews. I love it. I love it. I love it. You can find the show on Twitter at StrangerDPod. You can find me on Twitter at GeekMentality. Now, Geek Mentality is, you'll find pretty much every other little podcast I do, uh, you can find there. I do a bunch of things on the Geek Mentality podcast, and I have a Superman podcast called Reaction Comics. I also tweet about it over at Geek Mentality, um, if you're interested. But other than that, I just want to give a profound thank you to everybody, to, uh, to my iTunes reviews, to uh, to to Diana for the tweets, for Layla for the for the uh, messages, I love it. Thank you guys for listening, you guys especially, and um, yeah. Until next time, my friends. Remember. Oh, first of all, yeah, go to fansonexperts.com. Everything's there. But now, remember, my friends, one important thing: reading is fundamental. And you can't spell fundamental without F-U-N. Until next time, my stranger friends. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Fans not experts.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.